Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life, one step at a time. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 24 of the Joe Ciccarelli Show. Three habits that have changed my life. So I'm a little different today. Uh, I've been um, kind of struggling on the self-discipline space lately. I've been sleeping in, sleeping in more than I normally do, uh, eating too many desserts. I have, Nat and I have a commitment that we try and only eat dessert two nights a week, and somewhere along the line, we live in this really cool part of right outside downtown Tampa. There's all this walkable stuff, so now it's kind of like three nights. We had a thing where we only uh, we only do homemade dessert. Now we're getting like ice cream, and we're getting this cookie place. I mean, it's just it's getting crazy. Um, and uh, my family just came into town. They just visited, great visit. But now it's like okay, I'm trying to trying to focus on getting back to the basics here. And one of the things I started to think about is what are the basics for me? And this kind of came up is like, here are three things that I've done that have really, really helped me in my life and things that I want to get back to because I know if I'm doing these things, good things will happen. Uh, the first two um, are really super actionable and I'll kind of talk a little bit about that. Um, you can kind of come out of this episode today and feel like, wow, this kind of resonates with me. This sounds cool. And you can go get it. Uh, the third ones could be super actionable. That's up to you. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with each one and then um, maybe give you guys some ideas. And uh, yeah, I mean, the goal of today is to listen to this and see see what you see if there's anything you could pick up from me um, that you might want to implement in your life. I know that's certainly been the outcome of some of these episodes, which has been great to see. But just as importantly, think about what are three habits that have changed your life? What are things that have really had a, had a profound impact on your life when you stick to them, when you do them over time, when you stick to something? What is it? And start thinking about that. Bring that to the front and center and uh, find a way to implement that. And that may or may not be on this list. The first ones, like these are like in order of like more and more difficult to talk about too. So I'm trying to give myself a softball to... to to kick this off is uh, rising early in the morning. I've talked about this before. Getting up at on a good day, I'm up at five a.m. Like I said, I haven't had um, as many good days as I would have liked to have had. But uh, I mean, this one's simple, but it's a game changer. I, I I don't know anyone. I know some people that sleep in all day and are still productive, I guess, or still do well. I don't know that they're happy. I don't know that, that, that I know, and I just don't know that many people. I'm sure there's a lot of, and I know software engineers and stuff are like known for like staying up all night and sleeping all day. And I, I guess they're very productive in that sense. And I have friends that work on that kind of basis where it's like they're up all night. Um, but, and so I can't say that I know um, that that's like a bad thing to stay up late and do that. But I can say that everyone that I know that like, gets up consistently early in the morning is significantly happier in their life uh, for so many reasons. And I'll discuss some of them here, but th- this isn't just a, a Joe thing. Uh, getting up, does, it doesn't mean getting up at 5 a.m., but uh, getting up to a position where you can, ac- I think the key is putting yourself in a position where you can accomplish things in the morning before your day starts. That really is the bottom line um, for getting up early in the morning. If you can accomplish a couple things in the morning before the day hits, you've already won. 
you've got some wins in early in the morning and your day just can go uphill from, from, uh, from there. And even if you have a horrible day, you have a really shitty day, at the end of the day, you come back and you say, um, well, at least I got those things done. At least uh, if you get your workout in at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning or 6.37, depending on what earlier, early is for you, if you get your workout in at that time, then the workout's in. No matter how bad a day you have, you don't need to force yourself to go to the gym at 5.36 at night. Uh, yeah, and it's just, for me, it was something that I could never do. For you guys that know me, it's like I was like, I had like set the world record at Jacksonville University when I was in, uh, when I was in college. I set a world record for most snoozes uh, one day. I snoozed for like on five-minute increments for maybe four hours, four and a half hours. I remember like my roommates like screaming at me to just shut the damn alarm off. I feel like I've told that story before on this podcast. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, somewhere along the line, I just started getting up early. And um, God, it, it, and it is hard. Like, there's no doubt. Like, and I know it's hard. I live in Florida right now, and um, the sun doesn't rise till like 7.30. So getting up at like 6.30 feels like like super early. Getting up at 7 feels super early because it's still pitch dark out. I know for some of you guys in like uh, other parts of the world that it's a lot colder, Boston, the UK, um, that sucks too because you wake up and your house is freezing. Uh, but still, I, I just, I, I can't say enough that um, giving yourself time in the morning to get some wins is like incredibly important. And I know for myself, I still, I don't let not getting up early completely ruin my day but it's just it's a no-brainer my um the company that i work for the office down here they get going pretty early around 7 a.m and so mornings that i'm in there i'm up at 5 a.m i work out get a meditation in hop in the shower and i'm sitting down at the desk there at 6 45 no one's really doing much that early in the morning so sometimes i'll take some time to read a book uh before like the day really gets going um and it's just like, holy smokes, it's like 9 30, 10 o'clock in the morning, and I feel like I've had a full day already. And um, on top of that, then you go home, and this is what's a big thing for Nat was um, I always got up early, and she didn't at first. Now she does. And a big thing for her, and it, is, it was for me too, um, since I started getting up early, I don't have problems going to sleep at night anymore. I'm not sitting there worrying about the next day. I mean, you're just too damn tired. And I know that was a big thing for her is like she used to struggle to sleep at night and then she started getting up early and she just knocks out. Uh, I think the the thing is, and this is more on the weekends, even on the weekends, um, my family was here. And again, I wasn't great, but better than I certainly was in the past is uh, you got to find a way to start in, start transitioning from enjoying nights to enjoying days. And um, I, I don't think, again, I can't, Okay, so here's a good thought is when you go for a walk at 10 o'clock at night and you see people out walking, how many people are saying, hey, hey, good night, good night, how are you? Yeah, when you go for a walk at 6.37 in the morning, everyone is so happy. It's like the same thing when you go hiking. When you're hiking out in a trail, everyone is happy. When you're walking by someone in downtown Tampa or Boston or Scotland or uh, Glasgow, wherever it is, it's like everyone, I don't think people are high-fiving each other in the middle of the workday. But when you're out in nature, um, but more importantly, when you're out early, up early in the morning, everyone's just in a better mood. It's a better place. It's a better time of day. My uh, college lacrosse coach always said that Not, nothing good happens after 12 a.m. I, I would say nothing good really happens after 9 p.m. unless you're watching a, um, a really good movie and you're just finishing it up. So I've just, uh, I've just defined beating a dead horse. So that, that's pretty beat. Rising early in the a.m. I think you guys get the point. Get your ass up early. Just and it doesn't need to be five a.m. Don't don't put that on yourself. Put yourself on getting up thirty minutes earlier than you normally do. Thirty minutes, and do something with it. Don't just it, it, 
don't sit, don't get up and sit on Facebook or sit on Instagram. Get up and uh, stretch. If you don't want to exercise, stretch. Get up and stretch. Get up and try and meditate. There's all these meditation apps I keep telling you about. Insight Timer, uh, Headspace. Get pick up one of those. Sit down and meditate. Uh, although I highly recommend you move a little bit before you meditate. Otherwise, you'll end up back asleep. But um, read a book. There's so many things you can do. So I can guarantee you, if you want your life to be better and you get up 30 minutes earlier than you do now and you spend that time doing something productive, you're going to be a happier person. There's no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. That'll lead to other things. Uh, number two, this has been an ongoing habit for me. I've always, and th- this is a spinoff of just someone that's super obsessed with uh, self-development, but in the specific area of learning about myself. What I mean by that is... Um, well, it's twofold. I think there's like the internal self. I've, uh, I've talked to you guys all about these courses I've taken. Now I do life coaching and really trying to understand. And so at, that's one piece. And maybe I'll talk about that in a minute. But what, what's really more on the forefront to me is I'll never forget the time I, I was, I don't know what hit me. Uh, I was in Dubai and I got sick. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Why do I keep getting sick? Uh, I don't know a damn, and I couldn't answer it. And uh, I went to the bookstore, was just browsing around and I f- f- stumbled upon this book, Never Be Sick Again. And uh, I was like, okay, great. And I read it. And it completely changed my life. Completely. Uh, I gave it to my parents, changed their outlook. um, And give it to anyone else that'll take it. Um, God, I forget the guy's name. I'll put it in the show notes. But um, it's just a book about how to never be sick again. And it went into in-depth on... Uh, the the guy has a story. He was about to die, and he was taking all this modern medicine, and basically just like started like really paying attention to his body and learning about how his body worked, and learning about eating the right stuff, and how important organic foods are, and food combining, uh, the type of exercise that is good for you, that isn't good for you, and uh, how cells work, and all this sort of stuff. And it was a little sciencey, but really in general, it was just in, invigorating because it's like at that point it kind of clicked in my head. It's like all this shit's going on inside my body. I was. I don't know, 29 at the time, 28, 29, and I didn't have a clue. And that's really embarrassing when you think about it. For any of you guys listen to this, if you don't understand how your body works whatsoever, and I do need to be a scientist um, or an absolute expert, no, but you should understand how your body works. When you start looking into the facts and figures, and I don't have the facts and figures, but I can, I, I could certainly get them on the amount of people that become obese and they become overweight. And because of that, they become depressed or they become depressed. And then because of that, I mean, all this starts with the fact that we don't understand how to take care of ourselves. We really don't understand how to take care of ourselves. And we go to a doctor and what do the doctors do? They, pres- they prescribe us medication and it's just a bandaid on a, on a much bigger problem. But in this isn't, this shouldn't be revolutionary to you guys, but it's the truth. If you don't understand how your body works, you can't be, you can't lead a good life. Like you can't take care of yourself. How do you take care of yourself? You're really going to put all your time and you're really going to put all your trust in a doctor. It's funny now, like I hate, I tried never to go to a doctor. And when I do, it's to get blood work done. And then I take the blood work and I try and analyze it myself and make the most sense of it. And I'll take a doctor's opinion. And one of the things that talked about in this book is doctors are great. If you break your arm or you cut your arm in half, doctors, hospitals and doctors are, the modern medicine is fantastic. I mean, the way that they can take care of you and all that stuff. But in terms of like, healing like a lot of the heart disease we have or like even a lot of cancers. I mean, he went into crazy detail in this book about how cancer um, is preventable in so many ways that we don't even know. It's just, I mean, stuff as stupid as uh, putting sunscreen lotion on. You don't know what's in that sunscreen lotion. You're putting it on and it's literally evaporating into your stomach. It's into your bloodstream and goes all over your body. Like it's stuff like this that we don't, we don't think about. Um, 
that really goes on. And so I don't, I'm not going to give you a lesson on, on how to never be sick again, but I'm going to point you in the direction of there's a lot of books out there. I started reading about paleo, uh, the keto diet, uh, vegetarian. I tried the vegetarian diet for a while. I mean, I've kind of been all over the map and I've landed on what works for me. Like for works for me now is I don't eat breakfast. I eat two meals a day and my second meal a day is always, always, always a salad. Uh, maybe once in a bloom. I, I couldn't, I wouldn't even say more than five times a year. I don't have a salad for lunch. Uh, yeah. And then I try and eat low carb for dinner. That works for me. I've tried everything else and I know that works for me. I know, and I'm learning more and more how my body works, um, with this sort of stuff. I've dealt with like crazy constipation at times that can happen when you're constantly changing your diet. But at the end of the day, um, learn about your body and learn about your brain. And that kind of leads me to the second part of this. I talked about some of like the meditation stuff. I talk a lot about saboteurs, uh, and I've, done some episodes on like where these saboteurs come from like the fact that like I didn't know that the fact that like I go right to negative thoughts or you guys go right to negative thoughts and we don't know why and we just assume that's how life's supposed to be that's not right and we need to take the time and for me one of the again this is stuff that's changed my life taking the time to learn about this stuff taking the time to understand how my brain works that we have three different levels of our brain we have the reptilian brain we have the um the limbic area and then we have the uh the cortex and how each one operates and again i'm not a scientist i haven't gotten into crazy crazy detail uh on this stuff but enough to understand the basics of when i get a certain emotion where is it coming from what's going on and how do i and how do i deal with it does that mean i'm always perfect at it no but step one is understanding it step one is awareness it's been just incredibly life-changing for me uh being able to really understand more about um how we work and the next thing for me is i want to understand sleep better uh the circadian rhythm i i I, that's kind of next on my list of books to read i'm kind of still deep in uh in um I'm still pretty deep in reading on uh, reality transurfing because I think that's still a major part of how our brain works. I mean, it is, uh, but we can't do things like reality transurfing. We can't do things like visualization and the secret and positive thinking unless we, in my opinion, you can't just think positive. You need to understand how your brain works. You need to understand how your body works. And uh, it starts there. And that's like I said, the sleep thing's pretty, pretty, that, that'll be my next big thing because I think not understanding that is incredibly important. And I think even on parenting, uh, it becomes just as important uh, to understand, to not take it from a doctor to do your own research. Uh, and I guess maybe some doctors are great. I, I, I don't know. But um, I just read a really interesting book called uh, Mindsight. It's about, it was one of the, one of the books that, the guy that put this whole saboteur program together, I always refer to him, the guy's name is Shazard, Positive Intelligence. This book he wrote was written based on two books in uh, other studies that he did, but two main books. One of them is his book, Mindsight, which was fascinating. And uh, just all about brain development and a bunch of different case studies on human brain development in ways that he's helped heal people naturally with like really bad anxiety, just doing like active meditation and stuff. And... Um, he also wrote a boat, uh, wrote a book on um, childhood brain development and like how fetuses and babies brain develop. So, like for me, before I have a kid, that I'll be reading that book and I'll be damn well understanding of how my kid's brain works too. So you can help them be most effective in their life, if that makes sense. So I think that's it. I mean, and you need to find out what's relevant to you. But I think no matter who you are, 
you can benefit from understanding more about how your body works, how your like the, your system operates, what foods work, what for, foods don't work. Uh, and a lot of that is trial and error, but it also starts with a basic understanding of stuff. And when you really get down to it, it's not that it's not that difficult. They make it sound really difficult, but at the end of the day, it's it all kind of it all kind of boils down to the same thing, right? It boils down to calories in, calories out. I mean, that's the high level overview of stuff, but understanding a little bit more about that certainly helps. Um, yeah, yeah, that's another good one. So rising early in the a.m., big time habit. Constantly learning more about myself, big time, big time habit. And the last one is getting out of my comfort zone. This is. Uh, and it really is its own thing, isn't it? I'm just trying to think of how it kind of might dovetail into the other two, but it doesn't really. Uh, for me personally, a lot of you know me. Uh, I grew up in Boston. Something, I, remember, I'll, I'll actually never forget where, where I, I forget the name of the book, but I was reading a book in my uh, junior, senior year of high school, my last year of high school, and reading a book, and it was all about the self and being the self, like Southeast. And uh, something sparked in me. I'm like, you know what? I want to go down there to go to school. And I just looked online. I found the school in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, we went to my parents. I applied. I got in. My parents and I went down to visit it. Next thing I know, I was going there. And I'll never forget my first night there. I actually almost got kicked out of school my first night there because I got so drunk, Um, (laughs) which is kind of funny now because I told my dad and he like tried not to tell my mom that my mom found out. My mom got pissed at my dad and everything. But, uh, I'll never forget, I was there sitting there the first night and I was like sitting out in like the basketball court and a bunch of people were playing basketball and I'm like looking around and I'm like, no, and I grew up in a city outside Boston, everyone was the same as me, 98% white people, um, the few um, black kids that went to our school were like, a lot of them were bust in from Boston, I'm sure there was a couple that also lived in, in the town, and um, I mean, that was what it was at the time, I, I would hope that, I mean, things have changed so much since then, and, and that's great, and um whatever, I'm certainly not going to open up that can of worms about, you know, racial injustice or whatever. But the point was, I grew up in a very, that's, that's what it was. That's where I grew up in. And I went down to school and um, God, being in Florida, it was just so different. Everything was so different. And I just had this like feeling inside this like fire kind of burning. I'm like, I'm just like, like you just feel it out of your comfort zone. And from there, you know, I lived in Florida, then I moved out to the beach and then I went down to Tampa. Then I went over back to Jacksonville Beach and over to California and up to Seattle and across to Dubai and back to San Francisco and then now finally back in Florida. So I've lived all over the place, traveled extensively more. And there's just something about being in a new place and out of my comfort the comfort zone that like really ignites me. And so again, many of you look at that, you're like, okay, that's great. What the hell can I do with that? And I agree. But um, to an extent, that feeling of being out of my comfort zone, I've been able to kind of replicate that in, that in other areas of my life. Uh, at one point, I was in a sales job, li- actually living in Tampa at the time, and I just really wasn't happy. And I think a lot of you can relate to that, right? Like you're just not happy in the career you're in, you're not happy in the job you're in, and uh, there is a way out. So for me, um, I kind of really did the numbers, and I had some money saved up, not a lot, but enough, and uh, took a risk and quit my job and was going to get back in and go into teaching. And I never did go into teaching. I ended up going to work out in San Diego. But point was, uh, even in your career, there's that opportunity to, to, to take risks, um, and to really get out of your comfort zone. I found, um, that feeling of like nervousness in that feeling of like, what the hell am I doing right now? What the hell am I doing right now? Um, how do you like, 
how do you bring more of that into your life is the question. And uh, how did I bring more of that into my life as I kind of sit back and think about it? You know, it's easy to say, I got out of my comfort zone because I moved all around the world. That's true. But um, it was even like before I met Nat, it was like the ability to go up and like start a conversation with a girl. It was like, this is scary. This is scary as fuck. Um, And then on the other side of it, you're like so happy you did it. And um, that can even be going to meet a stranger or, you know, it can even be like to a small extent, like sitting in an elevator with someone and be like, Hey, how's it going? Um, even that, like, it just kind of sparks that feeling of like, Ooh, you know? And I think so many of us think like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable, but that is outside your comfort zone. Being uncomfortable is a good thing. Um, within reason. And we all have our limits on that. But for me, it's, I always try and find, uh, I used to remember in one of my sales jobs, I used to do a lot of cold calling. So I go knock on doors and I remember sometimes I get to the door and be like, I just don't want to do this right now. Like I'm just going to completely get flipped out at and kicked out. And I never let myself walk away. I can say that no matter, whenever I was in sales, I never walked away from a cold call. Um, I just, cause I just always wanted, I just never let myself do it. And I always wanted to get out of my comfort zone. Um, and for those of you that are listening, the question for you, and this is why it's hard for me to give advice on this. It's not as actionable as the other ones. Uh, it is, as, it is as actionable, but not as actionable for me to give to you because you need to think about what will get you out of your comfort zone. Um, and what's going to shake things up for you. Every time that I've done something that shook things up in my life, that's really got me out of my comfort zone. I look back and said, that's the greatest thing I've ever did. Why didn't I do it sooner? Every single time. And I think anyone would say that. I find very few, um, and I guess that's my approach to life is I always look at the bright side. So I'm sure I could say I should have done this or that. And I'm sure anyone else could say that too. But at the end of the day, there's always so many positives in um, making change in life, in going on to do something else um, that's outside our comfort zone. And that's scary. And uh, yeah, that's the best way for me to say that. Cause that is, I, I was cur- I was kind of up in the air whether or not I should include that. Cause it's not as direct and actionable as the other ones, but it's probably the biggest one that's had the biggest impact on me. Uh, because when you get out of your comfort zone and specifically when you expose yourself to new things, and this is scientifically proven. Now, uh, uh, many of you might not be in the position where you can get up and move or move across the world. I mean, quite frankly, I'm not anymore. Uh, and I don't even have kids. I guess my wife and I could, if, if we wanted to, but you know, we're pretty happy where we're at, but you can take trips. Um, and that means getting on a plane and flying to the other side of the world. Absolutely. But it could also mean just doing some exploring in your area. That was a big thing. Uh, when I first saw my life coach, a big value of mine that came up was just like exploring, getting out of my comfort zone. And that, that was what it was. The value was getting out of my comfort zone. But, uh, a part of doing that was just exploring. And, uh, that could be as simple as, which I've done when I used to live in the Bay Area, you can get on a train and go spend the day in San Francisco by yourself, just kind of walking around. I mean, there's just so much freedom in that. It was awesome. And so, so some of you listen to that and say, there's no way I could ever do that. So the question for you is, what could you do? What could you do that would be outside of your comfort zone? And if you think you could never do that, then maybe that's exactly what you should do. But uh, I do believe that. I do believe that the ability to kind of really look at what your n- normal day-to-day routine is and if you're not feeling great, it's like, how do I mix things up? How do I do something different this weekend? When I normally sit around and watch football or sit around and um, sit on Instagram, how do I get up and just do something so completely different than what I normally do that I'm just going to walk back and be like, wow. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's, that's good. That's a good, um, it's a good little rant today. I think uh, I've been due for that. My other stuff has been very therapeutic. My, some of the my other podcast has been very therapeutic, but very very focused on um, specific things 
in a specific area where I think these are broad things that can be applied to many different areas. I I hope you enjoyed it today. Um, and I hope you guys do something with this. I mean, give me a fucking break. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's been a while, uh, since I've really pushed people to action, but it's time. It's getting to be that time of year. It's getting to be that time of year. It's, uh, where we start going to shit. And that's another reason why I wanted to talk a little bit about this stuff today, because it's getting to be Thanksgiving. Uh, it's getting to be Christmas, getting to be the holidays and we just go to shit. And that's and what I mean by that is just, we lose our routines, we lose our focus. And there is a lot of great things about this time of year or this upcoming time of year, the holidays. It is awesome. But at the same time, like pick some things and stick with it because, um, as great as it is to just let go and just enjoy the holidays and eat a bunch of crap and sleep in and do all this stuff, at the end of the day, um, there's balance. So find what find what habits you can pick you can um, pick up that'll help you balance. Hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you soon. Hey guys, it's Joe. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple requests for you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with some friends. Number two, go to my website, joechiccarelli.com and subscribe to my blog. I send updates out when I drop new podcasts uh, once in a while with new blogs and some other stuff. So I'll keep you updated on what's going on. The last piece, if you or anyone you know has interest in joining the podcast as a potential client or even as someone um, to have a valuable discussion, or you know someone that might be good for me to bring on here an interview and pick their brain about how they've uh, how they how they've come to find success in their life. Let me know. Uh, you can get my contact information on my website if you don't already have it. And I, I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a great day.